0: Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 98 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that guy over there is Andy. But
1: what I do have are a very particular set of skills. <laughs> skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills <laughs> that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you, but if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you, and I will kill you.
0: It's like that. I think you got the wrong number. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I noticed you called yourself Liam Neeson on the call today. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you for that. (laughs) You're welcome. That's so random.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I watched both of the movies end uh, last yeah. week. Well, well, two out yeah, of three, because there is three, yeah. but only two are free on Disney+. Plus.
0: Oh, I see. Uh, there's been a TV show as well, I think, hasn't there?
1: Has there? Yeah. I need to, to investigate that further.
0: I'm pretty sure. Although I don't know if the TV show is just inspired by or reimagining, or whether it's the character when he was young and all CIA. I, I don't know the context. I'm just pretty sure. I feel like I've seen a TV show.
1: Did you know, right, that like there was a drop, some like massive like 30-40% drop in Americans holidaying in Europe after that movie? Like, really significant what? drop
0: for fear of getting kidnapped at the airport. Well, to be fair,
1: yeah, I I don't really disagree if, if it's actually like that. I'm not I'm not going anywhere. Well, not that we are, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it does appear to be a rather unpleasant experience.
1: Not sure if I'll get, you know, fetch too much on the sex worker slave front, but you never know. People have different tastes, don't they? huh Over forty. English. Speaks English. <laughs> Overweight. Dice Masters National Champion two thousand seventeen. Can we start the visit? <laughs> well, bit? there's
0: your there's your there's your sales bit.
1: <laughs> Starting the visit five Euros. Went to Worlds.
0: <laughs> Do we hear four? <laughs> Owns a foil green goblin. Works for Bourbons. <laughs> well, there we are then. There's our extra long little intro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we have got episode we do not have time we don't have time come on get on with it we've got so much to fill yeah, this episode with so today. much to cram in absolutely
0: oh uh, well i was i was just gonna say episode 98 we're two episodes away from our 100th episode which is very exciting
1: best start thinking about that
0: well uh, i know you're late to the party but i've always already started doing some grand work in it oh good actually you're lying you've you have started doing some of the stuff for it you sent me the pictures Hey, those were private. (laughs) Oh, they weren't supposed to go on Instagram. It was cold. (laughs) But I was doing the maths and in, in a weird turnabout of events or, you know, maths, the 100th episode is there or thereabouts more or less at the same point in the year as our fourth birthday for the podcast. Four years? Yeah, which kind of makes sense that, you know, if we're doing... No, does that make sense? 100 episodes, 25 episodes a year, 52 yeah. weeks of the year. No, that feels like it's too soon, doesn't it? It is a little bit early, but it's not that early. Well, we'll mash it up anyway. We're going to mash it up anyway. We're going to do first 100 episodes and the fourth birthday, all in one for episode 100.
1: Like a big party.
0: Yeah, executive decision just made it there now. No props. So that's really exciting. So I hope you're all set and ready for that extravaganza
1: it's very exciting
0: you sound very excited
1: thank you very much
0: it'd be nice if we had something to, you know
1: talk about talk about yeah. yeah i'll get that
0: still very still very quiet on the western front uh, uh a thank you to bryle over on reddit our friend from the cold cold north who dropped a little comment on one of our posts he said don't worry about not having much dice master stuff to talk about, it's just great to hear your voices, Chris and Andy. Oh, ain't that nice? No, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. So, thank you, Brown. He, he can come uh, again. He absolutely can. He's he's uh, messaged us and commented many times. He's a we consider him a much honoured and valuable member of the ministry.
1: But we didn't get his name right, first of all, did we? No, we were cool. we were calling him Brill Brill, which I think is which he, is Brill.
0: Yeah, because he is Brill. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it is it still remains very quiet on the Western Front. No further news as to Dark Phoenix saga and when it may get released, what's causing the delays. Still an awful lot of people out on the socials. I'm in a good old moan.
1: Dung. Uh
0: it's reached the point now where we're getting kind of commentary knocking about where it's you know, it's been nearly a year, apparently. If we reach August, it'll have been a year since the last product release. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean that's the truth of that matter is that there's some legitimate concern that a year people are drifting away they're spending their money on other games that they may become more interested in more passionate about beyond the normal kind of life cycle of a game where people kind of drift in and drift out anyway uh whether that's true or not i don't know i mean all i can tell you is from the information that we have is don't panic, folks. It's all just a matter of time.
1: But after we start, you know, after we record, do you want to play some more of that um, Fantastic Four versus Galactus? That's really good. Is that all right? Can we play Sam?
0: No, I don't fancy it. Do you want to do some Secret Wars instead? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a brilliant
1: idea. Yeah,
0: do some Secret Wars instead. I had another package arrive today. I suspect that's probably the House of X.
1: Amazing. <laughs> Kryptonite Crisis was so last week.
0: Yeah, it was, it was. A few duds in that set I was disappointed to see as a DC fan. But, you know, every set's got its duds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, So still, yeah, still very quiet on the new release front, which is disappointing. We're still plowing on nonetheless. So I will ask you, my good man, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we recorded?
1: What have I been up to? Very little on the Dice Masters front, I have to say. I've got my dice out in front of me. Don't know why, but you can hear it. Uh, We have played a few games. We concluded our uh, D&D battle on our last one, or was it the last one we were going to play? I think we concluded it, didn't we? can't remember.
0: Yeah, so the night of recording our last episode... We said we'll be playing the final instalment. So. Oh, okay. So the, c- listeners, the listeners haven't heard about it yet, unless, of course, they've watched it on the YouTubes.
1: And if they haven't, why have you not? Uh, so, yes, yeah, so we finished YouTube.com
0: forward slash The Ministry of Dice. Subscribe whilst you're there. Uh, we
1: played the last one, so it was the culmination of everything, or the storyline, up to the point where you faced off with your team of merry men, plus many spells, magic items, and Midskin Boo.
0: Yeah, Indeed.
1: Faced off against Valindra Shadow Mantle. There were a few twists and turns when Valinda's Shadow Mantle hit. Well, first and foremost, we both rolled a character, uh, and if we rolled a character face, they went in the field straight away. Unfortunately for me, I rolled energy, but you rolled character, so Hitch was straight out there. When Valindra finally came out, I got an extra dice in my uh, roll and re-roll step, which was lovely, uh, and then the game went on. On so much that the hall around us started to disintegrate. and uh, So uh, <laughs> we put all characters uh, from our used and bag into the prep area uh, and that finished it off with a victory for the forces of good where the villagers were saved and the evil Valindra was slain. Although she was mental.
0: Yeah, she's a great card, but we did end up at a bit of a stalemate. And that's for sure. True that. And it was And It was getting a bit boring and repetitive. And we've been playing for... Hours, and it was like one a.m. or something ridiculous. No, a bit earlier than that, about midnight, and yeah. um, we had to we had to wrap it up and call it a day. It was it's a school night. Uh, however, the the whole experience of playing the D D campaign was loads and loads of fun. We got uh, how many nights did we play? I think it's f- on that theme. Five, five? yeah, five, yeah.
1: five uh, rounds or five story arcs.
0: Yeah, and it's it's definitely sparked the imagination of others across the community. There's, I'm still getting uh, messages and and uh, people's thoughts on it. But one thing that I am planning on doing, if any, if you folks are interested, is those who have been in touch with me, who've got kind of off the shelf pre made campaigns, have offered to give me you know any. Pages that they've created or custom-made cards that they, they've put together for use in campaigns and stuff, and I'll get a little archive of it all together on the on the BR6 website uh, in the coming weeks. Very nice. keep an eye out for that, yeah. Um, but we hi- highly recommend it. I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, the, the only thing I just started to get a little restless with was playing the same team over and over again. Like I, I kept thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind just making a little change or switching that character out for something more along these lines, and I was sort of a bit locked in and it turned out that the spells i was accruing i was just making bad choices and finding that i didn't really want to use them all that much once i'd got them
1: cool yeah that's lessons learned i mean i brought Minsk and Boo in at the end it um it would easily be feasible to you know make a a few you know allow a few changes as part of the storyline you know kill off one of your characters but another one crops up from a room or cell or pit or somewhere to join join forces <laughs> so um yeah it's good to know next next time you know we, you could definitely build that into the story without it being kind of wonky and feel wrong
0: yeah absolutely and we're, we're going to revisit the idea but with a new twist we're, we're still working on how to make it work from a maybe with some superhero related stuff So watch this space. But we're we're into modern casual right now, which I assume you're going to move on to.
1: I am. So, uh, yes, we had a bit of cheeky modern casual just to cleanse the palate, so to speak. I didn't really know what to do. I kind of called on our chat last episode about keywords. And there's a Black Tom Cassidy, which is a forecast, which is a shame, which has got fast and call out. So you can call someone out. He's got pretty good attack stats on. Uh, well, it's three, four, five, so not bad certainly on his higher levels. Uh, and to try and call someone out and knock it out if it's annoying, low, low defense, controlly type character. But he's he's a bit too steep at the four. You kind of want him a bit cheaper, I think. And so I built a team around him with bolts, very much the theme. And um, I've got a force blocker to you know try and aid him because you can just like not block although you wouldn't last very long i suppose you did so i've got the force block global off of booker t ringside announcer you also brought him as well so we had a uh, force block for days uh and then yeah. a uh, a ton of kind of bolts to just because he's a bolt i can really think of anything more <laughs> mostly from ig just because i've not really played around with many of the cards so i had the, like the the Angela Odin's daughter, which was useless against your team, that Rocket Raccoon that I'm sure I've spoken to um, or spoken about before that deals damage equal to his attack to a par-
0: target opposing character die when he's fielded. Basically, Hawkeye from AVX. Andy likes to play cards from the from the very first set as often as possible. I do, I do. With your, with your what was your and you had to pump global as well.
1: I had, yeah, I had Power Surge as the Pump Global. Um, Power Surge. Drax as uh, my Blob replacement for with the Global for the uh, Red Dragon replacement. Um, <laughs> I did have that Turk Barrett Infinity Watch, which is energised. You may deal one t- damage to target character die. And then new sentence, while Turk Barrett is active, when you roll two bolts on the die, you may, may deal one damage to target opposing character die or player. Which you thought would have been better with a load of Bolt characters. I found that I ended up, like, rolling, fielding, couldn't do much else, and then attacking, rolling, fielding, and then not really building up the glut of dice that I need to uh, kind of get it to work. So maybe it was a strategy thing. We'll certainly try some different moves next time we play, which will be tonight, I believe.
0: Yeah, and we're going to replay the teams. Why is that? Because I cheated
1: cheater cheater compulsive eater
0: yeah i was playing so my team that that i've been tinkering around with is based around the play at home promo kit typhoid mary violent tendencies she's a hand-affiliated character and she's got an energize ability that gives sidekicks and hand-affiliated characters plus to attack and overcrush at the beginning of the attack step so the idea for my team was to build up a big army of sidekicks she's max die five as well so get maybe one or two of her out in the field while the others are rattling around doing their energized thing and steam over with some big overcrushing attacks and i was going to pump that up using the adam warlock the super rare adam warlock who lets you uh, reuse energize effects. However, there's a a little bit, two words in the text that I missed when I initially read it, because he says, uh, got him here in front of me, while active, when a die with energize is spent as energy and leaves the reserve pool, comma, roll it. (laughs) On any energy face, use its energize effect. And for whatever reason, I just, that little kind of roll it and on any energy face bit, I just blanked it. or maybe I read it and didn't go in and I was just getting giddy. So we're going to rematch it because I managed to do quite a bit of damage stacking up my Typhoid Mary energise effects.
1: You did. You did. It was quite close. I'll be interested to see how we get on this time round. Um,
0: yeah, I've made a small change in mine, actually. Mm-hmm. I, t- I took my Booker T basic action out. Was that? put Power Almighty in.
1: Just the, because of the knowledge that I already had it?
0: <laughs> no. Um, no, not particularly. It was, uh, I don't know if you remember, I mentioned like, I felt like I could do... Typhoid Mary's only got one attack on level one and level two, and I said during the play something along the lines of oh man i wish i could get her on level three more often i may have even mentioned it could do with a Zatanna or something on this team i think um, you did yeah but i decided because it's such a sidekick centric team and i'm using the collector goble to put lots of sidekicks out that power almighty might be a better idea because it's a bit of ramp as well
1: good ramp i like power almighty
0: yeah it's a bit steep at the four. i don't know if it's a good idea i've I've still kept the asker in the yawning port i've not changed anything else i've just swapped out there the Basic action
1: once it gets going, I think it's pretty decent.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, we'll see tonight, won't we? we will. We'll see. But I'd, I was hoping to get those typhoid Marys spun up to that nice four, five, level three face because my typhoid Mary dice like to roll on level one.
1: Yes, they do. True story, isn't it weird? Like how dice do that? Like my Hulk dice from AVX always rolled on like level one or two, which is perfect because <laughs> it's like uh, level one, even you know, is the, the best one because it never burst. Was it level two as well? Oh, my memory's going. But whatever way, they always rolled on exactly what you wanted. It's just, like, brilliant.
0: You are a jammy roller, though. There's no two ways about it. No. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're under a blessed sign. That's
1: our champions are mate.
0: What, sheer dumb luck?
1: Yeah, true story there.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that was my team, a little kind of sidekick thing with the, with the Typhoid Mary's. Uh, but we're going to replay that one tonight. And then I got a few really random ideas. I wouldn't mind doing some more janky combos for a couple of weeks. Although we are possibly going to revisit the keywords and do some keyword teams. Yeah, yeah, keyword teams I think, cool. I think we're. I think Andy's are running a little scared of my chosen keyword retaliation, and has therefore put it off.
1: <laughs> what was my ch- chosen keyword? Call out. Call out. Yeah, that's not going to go well if I knock out all your characters and then you just do me a load of damage. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, we might have to knock that one on the head and just stick with some casual modern. I've got quite a few janky combo ideas that I've had sitting in the rainy day folder for a while. Nice, that sounds like a plan. Anything else you've been up to? Dice Masters or anything else? No, not a great deal on the Dice Masters front. Oh, uh, the I mentioned a few weeks ago I've been working on the Brit Roller 6 site migration. That's nearly finished. Some may have noticed that the article writing and the blog posts have been a bit quiet for a little while, but that's nearing completion, so I'll, I'll get some stuff written up and added to the website imminently. So apologies if you're a fan of the Reedy Read stuff, that it's been a bit quiet over there lately. I've been doing some team brewing, as I mentioned, some janky combos, but no, no playing. I've not. It's very difficult for me to get together with the lads at the minute, um, although we're hoping to maybe reinvigorate the face-to-face live... Ooh. Yeah. Tuesday um, night. Dan element. Absolutely. Yeah. The Games Expo's on. That's going ahead as well. So I've been emailing back and forth with the organisers there about maybe, I don't know, they're still a bit sketchy about organised play at the moment. It may just be the exhibition hall, but um, we may be. The, the planned MOD PDM that was supposed to take place at the UK Games Expo in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> We may be putting that back on the books. So watch this space for UK players for any more information about that. So just been you know, just my usual hustle, really. And then on the non Dice Masters front, uh we've been playing a brand new game that's entered the uh, Brit Roller Six Towers called Mandala Stones. I don't know if I mentioned this on last episode or not. Uh I don't think you did. No. Well, I just I got a random package out of the blue from FedEx from somewhere in Central Europe. I was like, well, "What is this?" And uh, Board and Dice Games sent me a review copy of Mandala Stones because they obviously heard about how awesome we are over here at MOD. Uh, obviously, under the condition that I do a review and play it <laughs> and review it somewhere. So yeah, we had a couple of games of that. Uh, I have reviewed it. The video is on our Mod Extra channel. Ooh. Um, so if you go hunt that out on youtube uh, in fact i'll put a link to the actual review itself in the in the description down below uh, but yeah pretty good it's like an abstract game it, it it looks like i say this in the video it's easy to perhaps draw some comparisons between it and games like azul oh, well, you a like that. Of, yeah and it's got a very similar vibe but the gameplay is different it's got a whole different kind of way of playing and what you're looking to achieve but very straightforward very easy to learn but Actually got some longevity in terms of the tactical depth. So definitely one that we'll be coming back to a few times. And with the kids, I've been playing a bit of uh, Liar's Dice. Like a fancy Liar's Dice set that was so... put a bit more context on that house move clearing out drawers clearing out shelves packing things getting ready to move and came across this fancy liar's dice set that someone bought me one christmas or a secret santa or you know like one of these oh chris likes games and they bought it off a shelf in tesco's kind of thing yeah and it's it's a classic everybody knows liar's dice but the set's quite fancy it's got these posh cups and uh, these nice custom dice and things so i taught the kids how to play liar's dice
1: i have no idea um, what liar's dice is
0: You don't know what Liar's Dice
1: is? Is it a northern thing? No. Liar's Dice. Cups Uh, and Dice.
0: Yeah, it sometimes goes under... uh, There's a name for it. I think it's a South American name. uh, Perodo or Perudo, something like that.
1: Oh, okay, right. I've got it. Perudo. Yeah. 1999 and John Lewis. Oh,
0: there you go. But uh, yeah, it's a bluffing. It's a bluffing game. A bluffing and uh, betting game. So you you all roll your dice, but you keep it hidden from your opponent, uh, somebody goes first based on who lost the last round and they'll say, right. Uh, I'm betting that there is four threes in total across all the, you know, all the dice. Oh, okay. And then, and then you can either call them or you can raise the bet, you know, and, but you can't go lower. So if you, you'd have to go five threes or one, four, two, four, do you get what I mean? You'd have to raise it in value or in volume.
1: Right.
0: Sounds a bit like Uh, Yahtzee,
1: but not. It's got
0: dice in it. (laughs) By that logic, it sounds a bit like Dice Masters. (laughs) You're
1: right. It does sound like Dice Masters. Yeah. I quite Uh, like Ludo with the little dice in the middle that you pop, but that's not relevant at all at this point in time.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm talking about a dice game and you're talking about dice games. It is somewhat relevant. Uh, but in any case it, uh, the kids enjoyed learning it it's it's an old classic this fancy set was just at the bottom of a drawer somewhere I hadn't been looked at since I received it as a gift and we we played for quite a while that what I struggled to get the kids to understand is the uh like the probability element of it all right so one of the reasons my wife and I were winning more frequently than the kids was because uh, as you start to lose more and more dice the aim of the game is to be last man standing so people lose dice as they as they lose i was able to sort of go right well you know the hashtag competitive wife's got three dice left mini mister six he's got two mini miss six he's got three i've got four doing the numbers i can then looking at my dice right i've got you know and kind of playing the odds a bit right and they couldn't quite get their heads around that so whereas harrison can sort of bluff his way through cockroach poker very very well because he's a highly capable liar um <laughs> That same bluff strategy that he uses in Cockroach popico which he tried to use in Liars Dice, didn't work. So interesting stuff. Jokes on on him, yeah. And then uh, just the the last thing, just uh, randomly out the blue, old friend of mine got in touch and said, "I've got this old Whiskers dice game on the shelf here. Do do you want it?" I was like, "Well, what is it?" Because I thought, "God, last thing I need is another campaign box coming through the door." Joe, kill me. And uh, but it was the Lord of the Rings dice game. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, so I said, yeah, I will have that. <laughs> I've not played it yet. Uh, it's a cooperative one, but he sent it over to me. That's
1: very similar to Dice pass isn't it? The dice are all kind of similar it, with different they attack, are. defense, yeah. and purchase costs and stuff.
0: And the 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 kind of dice rotating mechanic, I've, uh, I've had a look, quick look through the rule book. seems to be very, very similar as well. So uh, I'm going to try a bit of cooperative dice with the kids, see if I can't get them edging a bit more towards complexities of dice masters oh good luck yeah well we'll see how that goes we'll see how it goes and there you go that's that's my two weeks everything else has been all about the house move
1: <laughs> nice <laughs> i have bathed my chair in wd-40
0: well we'll see you later on on video I did, it, we don't seem to pick it up on the podcast recording but when we as soon as we go live on twitch it suddenly becomes
1: this, uh, this is me leaning back and forward you can still kind of hear it
0: yeah there you go now now it just sounds like you're wearing a pvc gimp suit like creaky
1: well i am wearing a pvc gimp suit that's you know it's wednesday
0: <laughs> i know i know as soon as it came out of my mouth i was like i'm just spitting droves here i don't know why i even it's not even a joke <laughs> yeah okay well good luck with that donnie should be pleased to hear you've been lubricating
1: i haven't used a silicone based lubricant yet but i will do if it doesn't improve
0: yes yeah that's uh, that's uh, andy england guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know if the rash doesn't go down I'll, <laughs> I'll go on to the silicone based.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is uh, recommended Four out of 5 GPs. Uh, bit of news? Bit of news?
1: What? 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 No, there's no news. Tumbleweed, tumbleweed, tumbleweed,
0: tumbleweed, tumbleweed, tumble-wee, tumble-wee. All right, well, maybe not maybe not news news. I'm not going to do a full on community focus, but don't forget folks, we've got some uh, online events coming up in calendar. The Breath Weapon X Fest 2 is taking place on the 12th of June. It's going to be a kind of a big old janky event. I'll pop a link in the description down below for all the team building details and whatnot. But I'm sure the lads over at Breath Weapon X would be very pleased to have you. I also uh, hear from uh, Rob over there that they've got some really sweet prizes. They've had some promos given to them by WizKids, so that may be one Ooh. to keep an eye out for, because there could be some juicy, juicy stuff to win. And, of note, Breath Weaponets guys, they uh, subscribe to much of the same philosophy as we do here at the Ministry of Dice, where it should be a fun event and prizes shouldn't necessarily always all go to the top spots. So if they have juicy promos, even if you are the worst player in the world, it's worth pitching in and getting involved because there's a good chance you'll pick one up from the raffle. Then... Onto the Dice Social. So, the guys over at Double Double and Dice, our friends Kim and Jocelyn, they do a kind of pretty much what it says on the tin a kind of Dice Masters focused social get together. That's taking place on Saturday, May the 29th. Oh, so that's coming up soon. This coming Saturday, yeah, as of your listening, folks. That's kicking off at 2 p.m. Eastern, which I think in proper time, in proper English time, is five or six in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Uh, and they're doing a golden event called flippity flip where every card is a do-it-yourself flip card so you basically put two cards into your card sleeve and do a flipping thing go, go and read it on their site I'll, again i'll put the link in the description down below but if you're eager to get some uh, super relaxed chill casual fun combo tastic gameplay in we've got two great online events being being run by two great sets of content creators in the pipeline
1: yeah get your favorite beverage up a comfy yeah, chair yeah
0: i've not uh their, their latest podcast episode is massive it's about two hours long i'm i'm three sittings in and i've still not finished it so what's it about they're talking about control and removal oh
1: i won't bother with I've that got... one i don't bother they've with got... control
0: <laughs> they've got rob joining them from dice station zebra youtube channel Ooh. or as we say over here dice station zebra and Uh, he's basically, I think he's been chomping at the bit to get on the podcast because it feels to me like he's kept a list of all his favorite cards and things to talk about and just somehow managed to make them be control related so he can fit them into (laughs) into the podcast. Good work. (laughs) Yeah. But everything I've listened to so far has been tremendous and well worth investigating folks. So if you're not listening to double, double and dice, then you should head on over and give those folks a try,
1: but not until you finished with us.
0: Uh, absolutely, yeah. Finish this episode first.
1: And then listen yes, to all our this. old ones as well.
0: Uh, indeed, yeah. yeah. Nearly, nearly 100 episodes worth of content there, boys and girls, for your enjoyment, for your oral pleasure. 100 hours. Plus. 100 hours 100 plus. 100 hours plus. It's community service, that is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Unpaid community service. <laughs> <laughs> nearly right, finished, well, nearly finished my, uh, my stint. I'll be allowed out. I'll take this ankle bracelet <laughs> off. Oh, God.
0: Let's wrap this up. And tell the folks about our main segments this week, shall we? All right. All right. Come cool. on, you're distractible again, you. With it, letting people in. Squirrel. To you. Yeah. Uh, so we have two segments lined up for your enjoyment. Uh, this episode, we are going to be talking a little bit around the concept of life and specifically the lose life mechanic or pay life mechanic. It's been around since the early days of of dice masters it's still around now it's got some interesting twists and some curious cards and we're going to have a bit of a chat about that Uh, then it's on to a bit of random team brewing a versus battle classic ministry of dice versus battle Uh, we've done this one a couple of times before we're going to use the dice coalition team builder smash the random button get some random cards and then i'm going to convince you that my random selection is better than andy's
1: and i will convince you that mine is better
0: he will try to convince you that his is better and that will bring us to the close of the episode so i don't think there's anything else to say at this point should we get into it i will
1: find you and i
0: will kill you okay then on to the first segment (laughs) yes welcome back then folks and as i just mentioned in the intro there this segment now we're going to be having a bit of conversation around the idea of losing life why is you losing life a topic of discussion you might ask would you like to tell the listeners andy why not nothing else to talk about insightful as always insightful as always thank you (laughs) i I thought you were
1: taking me on this train journey i didn't realize i was a conductor
0: no well i'm I'm quite happy to you know i've got it's certainly a mechanic a, a, a dice masters game text that i've used a lot and i'm particularly passionate about which is the reason why i suggested it as a discussion topic but i thought you might know a little bit about why lose life is an interesting topic it's
1: annoying because it's it's not like <laughs> take one damage so it immediately just nullifies loads of effects and abilities
0: yeah absolutely yeah ruled as such as well ruled as such
1: by the rules lawyers
0: no not by the rules lawyers by whisk kids themselves <laughs> this is yeah official ruling I've, I've actually got the rule oh have you you prepared yeah. Well, funnily enough, right, I've got this little, um, what's it called, pocket on my phone. It's called pocket, like a pocket. like a link-saving thing. Pocket, with a P. Um, How do you, well, and do you stitch it in the back? No, it's like, like a digital a pocket. No, like a digital pocket. Like an app called Pocket. The app is named Pocket. It's not an actual pocket, and but it operates like a pocket because you save links in it, like you're putting the link in your pocket. What's an app? Is it like what? what oh my like, days like well button. anyway like uh years ago i used to keep interesting Dice dicebusters rulings in there long since for- forgot about it and haven't been keeping up with it but <laughs> i actually had this specific ruling in that in your in pocket my little, in my little digital pocket yeah so somebody asked them way back on october the 26th 2014 is there a difference between paying life and taking damage and then they've got an example there Uh, Using one of your faves, Punisher McRook.
1: Oh, nice.
0: And the Whiskey's Rules team said, taking damage, losing life, and paying life are all different. Cards that interact with damage only deal with damage. Cards that stop you from losing life wouldn't affect damage. Paying life is a cost. Unless something says so, you can't stop paying life. You can't skip paying the cost. Um, And that's where the root of your annoyance with it comes from. Because, for example, your Iron Fists and your Black Widow Agents of the World that reduce damage by one don't prevent cards that make you lose life.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about Hulk. Hulk Green Goliath. Often think about that whilst I'm sleeping or in the bath. And... um yeah, because you have to take damage, and it just meant that he you he you didn't work.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Hulk Green Goliath, he does. Uh, it's a, a large area of effect, blanket damage. Where he does t- two? What is it? One or two it's, damage? It's two, two, or um, two. And if it's on a burst phase three, from memory. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. When either Hulk or the player takes damage, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah so uh yeah lose life effects circumvent that they circumvent your your damage reducers your damage preventers like your bishop butterfly effect who just just prevented all non-combat damage uh he was a powerhouse of a card at one point just get him out in the field he's got big, big old stats on him and he just sits there and goes nah to you, your pingity ping stuff um and lose life was great because it could get around stuff like that as well And still is. There's still lose-life game techs knocking around. Is there? Yeah, absolutely. So think about... uh, So one example I've recently used is the Bobby Heenan. uh, The subtitle's The Weasel. Um, Bobby Heenan, when he's fielded uh, until the end of that turn, every time your opponent assigns a dice to block, it's lose one life per Bobby Heenan card. So uh, you might recall I was playing that with the Fetid Bloat Drone. How could I forget? Yeah. So the fetid bloat drone forces all opposing characters to block when it attacks. So you attack with the fetid bloat drone, with the added bonus that it's got deadly as well. So you just block you attack just with the fetid bloat drone, force all your opposing characters to block while the Bobby Heen and fielded effect is going on. Um so all those blocking characters immediately make your opponent lose a life one per character, and then they all die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And Black Widow does bugger all.
0: Yeah, yeah. Your Black Widow agent can't do anything about it because it's lose life. So it's always been an interesting mechanic to me because that lose life element just adds a, another layer of challenge and complexity to your opponent. You know.
1: it does it always catches you out as well because you don't? Well, catches me out. So you just think, oh, you've lost a life or whatever. Something triggers and then they're like, no, 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 no. it's pay, or you know, whatever. It's like, ugh.
0: Yeah. Meh. Yeah, you're right as well. Because traditionally, it's not a, it's not like a big hitting. You know, there's a lot of damage dealing stuff that's that gets up to big numbers sometimes. You know, you think about your Green Lantern humans who does a damage for every. Uh, Justice League characters when attack, they deal a damage per each matching energy type to their energy type. So you attack with a Green Lantern with a load of masks in the field. You could do four, five, six, ten, whatever. I've seen huge damage numbers done with some manipulation with, say, Clayface Global and um, Swarming Mask Kang and what have you. Whereas Lose Life, comparably to your Green Lanterns and your Icemans of the world and and what have you, tend to be just pay one life or opponent must use one life or opponent loses two life. You know, it's very rarely a big lump sum but as you say they soon catch up don't they they soon build up
1: yes they do i haven't thought about that bishop card for ages that was a good card
0: yeah yeah well balanced as well it was a five cost so it had a huge effect on the gameplay and could really lock an opponent out but you had to divert a whole turn's worth of purchase towards it don't make so cards like much. that anymore no it seemed pretty balanced uh, of course lose life there's been some big hitters in the lose life territory do you remember jinzo from Yu-Gi-Oh!. Jinzo. Yeah, the Trap Destroyer, I think it was. Was it Trap Destroyer? The rare one.
1: A rare Jinzo. Oh, actually, i got two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So while he was active, your opponent had to pay two life to use an action or a global ability.
1: Which was crazy.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. And this was back in the days when people wanted to, you know, spam Professor X for
1: Days and days and for... days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I often, I mean, I played with it quite a bit. It was expensive at a 6 cost, but when your opponent brings you Professor X, that's not too painful. But yeah, Jinzo was a great early example of that, of how that, oh, I'll take the 2 damage, I really need to use this global this turn. And then before you know it, you're on 10 life, you're like, ooh using those globals the last couple of turns perhaps wasn't the best idea i used to like there was a professor x in avx as well i mean this is how far back the lose life idea goes Uh, i used to play the one um again he was a six cost but when he was in the field your opponent there was a couple there was one that stopped them from rolling and uh, re-roll re-rolling dice there was one that stopped fielding characters and there was one that stopped globals in action. And your opponent could switch it off by paying two life. It's a weird one, isn't it? It
1: it's it's been around for ages, but it's always there's not that many cards with it on.
0: No, there's not. But when there is, they can be they can be really horrific.
1: I like Jinzo. Uh,
0: yeah, Jinzo was strong. You played Muck Rook a bit as well, the punishment McRook, didn't you? He? he was a he was a lose lifer.
1: He was. I never really thought about it though. It was just all damage, innit? But not damage. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. And that was another. That was like pay two life, wasn't it? You could choose to prevent the. Uh, what did he do? He KO'd an opponent. Well, there was a different one. There like McRook did two KO'd a character, and you could pay two life to stop it. And then the uncommon, you could pay three life to stop. I can't remember what it did. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, so McRook was the the the
0: common. Yes, that's right. I'm just uh, hang on, I'm in the team builder now. Ah, yeah. So vigilante let you. Search your bag for a Punisher Die and put it in your prep area. And that could be prevented by paying three life. And the rare Big Nothing dealt two damage to each opposing character. And that could be switched off by paying four life.
1: But the, the Big Nothing, it was a bit, bit of a stretch at a six cost. Never really played around with it. Not when yeah. McRick was so good as well
0: yeah and he was only a forecast but yeah again just another example of how this idea of losing life has been around right since the get-go there's a nice little uh legion of doom combo that's all about causing opponents to lose life which is the uh the black adam has a lose life game text and the i want to say the scarecrow has a lose life game text and black adam is interesting because uh, when he's active if a legion of doom character ko's an opposing character die the opponent loses one life and then you pair that up with the uh poison ivy that when she's fielded you can ko a character and deal damage equal to its level to all opposing character which is what's that new leaf poison ivy uh no criminal because of love so you would you'd feel a poison ivy ko her and then do one two or three damage across the entire board of your opponent She's a Legion of Doom character, so she could be KOing stuff, and then with Black Adam out in the field, in addition to the damage that she's done, you're also doing the Black Adam lose life. Sneaky. Yeah. And then you chuck the Scarecrow in the mix, which is uh, the Professor of Psychology. And again, you'll recognize when I mention the gate sets, because I've played it against him before, he's the one who makes your opponent lose one life if a sidekick is KO'd.
1: Yeah. You like these lose life cards, don't you? I really noticed I
0: it. I do. Yeah, they catch my eye. They absolutely do catch my eye. I liked using that scarecrow with uh, instant war to force you to put sidekicks out and then kill them. I think I, I think I was using a grey hunter and then making you lose life from the scarecrow. Canny yeah. combos all round. Yeah. So it's just a really interesting. You know, it's just a really interesting. Uh, mechanic but the key thing about it is that yeah that unpreventable element and the only way to get rid of lose life game text is to get rid of the character itself i'll tell you one that i've always fancied playing around with but i haven't quite figured out in my head yet that triple h from the wwe campaign box so when he's when he's active both players lose a life each turn (laughs) at the end of each turn but if he's on the burst face and your opponent's got more life than you they lose two, and you lose one, right? Uh, and I just—I don't know. I feel like there's something there. I can't—I haven't got it figured out in my head whether there's maybe like something could be done with like life gain or something, maybe. So you you keep ahead, and while your opponent's ticking down with one life loss every turn, you're losing one, but then gaining one or something. I don't know. I haven't figured it out, but I feel like there's loads of cards that are lose life that are really janky that are unexplored territory. Uh, another one I tried to get off the ground. In fact, uh, do you know who used to play this one? Dante. Did you ever face him when he had his hyper-velocity team?
1: Don't think I had the pleasure.
0: No? Well, this one's uh, so it's continuous, and at the end of the turn, if uh, if you haven't attacked in your turn, you lose two life, or you can pay three life to switch it off, or to send it to prep or used, or used I think. So Dante used to force these situations where he had these like deadly blockers and stuff. And pop hyper velocity out. So if you didn't attack, you'd lose two life. But if you did attack, you'd murder all your characters in your go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice, I like it. Yeah, is is one to, to couple with that Triple H? What about the um, one of the most popular lose lifers, which is the Harley Quinn Tough Cookie?
0: Oh yeah, the one. Uh, so she, she was like a ticking clock on your game. Yeah, I used to love this one.
1: So two t- two villains in your uh, in your field. And your opponent loses one life, and you gain one life at the beginning of your turn. So you use that with a triple H. So that's going to keep you ahead of him. It's quite cheaper, yeah. three cost as well. So you could buy that and then stretch to the triple H, and then just like just start a timer on it. It's going to go a bit quicker in it because he's going to do what two damage, she's going to do a damage, and then you are going to gain life.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then keep keep your pace ahead. Yeah, yeah, really interesting. That's a good idea, that man. And wall up. Oh, she's not modern anymore, though, is she?
1: Uh, no, she's, she's in Batman's Batman tech. set. But, you know, it doesn't really
0: matter, does it? No, sure. Play, play Golden. Yeah. I mean, there's many more besides. I, I'd encourage uh, listeners to go check it out. If, if you are a modern player and new to the game, th- there's lots of interesting stuff to look at. You can look at things like the Common Nebula. She's a lose-life game text. When your opponent draws and rolls more than four dice, uh, that I know a few people have tried pairing her up with uh Randy Savage, which forces everyone to draw an extra dice. You know, So he makes them draw five, and then she does them the... The, the life loss too. two there's a poison ivy that's modern there's tons of stuff so have a look into it but yeah the key thing there the reason why it's such an eye-catching game text is that there's no way of preventing it no not yet anyway no for sure um and it's been around since the very early parts of the game and i just i just think there's a really interesting game text that's around lose life there was a, an early an early version of energize with that rescue from the Iron Man War Machine team pack. Yes. It's another one I've, I've used against you a few times. So she had suit up, um, which is when you can KO a rescue or a pepper pot from the field to, what did it do? Immediately fielded it at level two, didn't it? Uh, well, re- um, suit up. Suit up.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, you had to, um, I think you had to KO the, the dice in the field and you could replace it with the equivalent. The
0: one you just bought, yeah. But because you could suit up off herself, you could just, cause this very quick chain of getting your rescues together, and when she rolled on double energy, was it any energy? It might have been any energy.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was any energy.
0: Yeah, she she caused your opponent to lose a life. Yeah, it was life? one life, I think. One life, yeah, um, which was uh, a non-energized keyworded like an early version of energize. Another one I've used against you a few times. <laughs>
1: It's all the little chippy-chip-chips, though, isn't it?
0: It is, yeah, which is possibly why uh, my level of excitement around the cards is not matched by your level of excitement around the cards in this segment. Fair enough. Uh,
1: You know, you need to do the chip-chippy-chip and then go in with a big hit. Well, sure. But I like it. It makes you think a bit more. I have to admit, when I'd see lose life, if I see take damage, if I see pay a life, I've not really thought about it. I, I, I knew that they were different things, but... To, to me they all kind of mean one thing. I've never kind of sat down and thought about kind of the differences. So thank you for opening up. No our problem eyes. at
0: all. Yeah, no problem at all. Well, please do get in touch, listeners. If uh you've got a lose life card that I've not mentioned today that's a favourite of yours. I know there's some and power battery fans out there for example or what have you uh, get in touch let us know what combos you've used how you've played around with lose life do you find it annoying like andy does or you do you get all hyped up and buzzing like i do we'd love to hear from you drop a comment in the comments below on the blog or over at facebook or drop us a line over at chris at britroller 6com or andy at britroller 6com uh, we'd love to hear from you we would there's a discord thing right. as well isn't there oh yes Or we'll come come and have a chat about it in our discord which will be linked in the description below. Lovely jubbly. All right, great. Well, uh, there we go. There's a bit of chatter on Lose Life. Loser. Or I suppose more accurately, there's just Chris passionately ranting about his favourite lose, lose Life cards while Andy groans.
1: Direct let's damage. Move on to
0: the next segment.
1: Bloody direct damage.
0: <laughs> next segment, let's
1: talk about the Godcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, moving on then right okay then folks it's an mod versus battle if you're new around these parts and you've not heard one of these before it's where andy and i select two dice masters related things and face them off against each other to make a decision as to which is better or worse in the past we've done campaign boxes versus each other we've done sets versus each other we've done specific cards versus each other but today there is a little bit of a twist
1: There is a twist. There's always a twist with the MOD. We are going to select a team at random. And if you want to know how to do this, it is very simple. You go onto the Dice Coalition team builder uh, on the Dice Coalition website. You clear the team and then you've got two buttons, which is plus random and plus random basic action. If you hammer the plus random button 10 times, it gives you a completely random team of which mine's going to be better
0: <laughs> no i don't think so i think mine will be better and even if mine's worse i have more confidence in my abilities to convince and influence than the what ifs gauntlet thrown gauntlet thrown what ifs uh, yeah so that's what we're going to do we're going to generate two random teams completely random teams and then try and convince you and each other that our random team is better than the other so right i need to mash random eight times now do i ten times Uh, ten times
1: are we doing no no holes barred so golden everything in
0: uh yeah i've got no format set all sets all costs yeah nothing all right let's do it then nothing all right okay three two one that's pretty good two three four five six seven eight basic action basic action Right. Alright then, let's have a look. Wow. No
1: super rares. I've got no super rares.
0: No, I haven't got any super rares. I've got one rare in the mix there. So
1: I've got two rares, does that mean that I win? No.
0: That, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe rarity should factor in to why a team is better or not. I'm just skimming mine looking for an interesting combo.
1: Okay, well whilst you search, I'm gonna tell the listeners what I have pulled. Um, I have pulled my first card was a rare Emma Frost Graceful. Well, Emma Frost is active, opposing fist characters get minus one attack. It's a four cost shield. Depending on what Chris has pulled, that may or may not be very good. Or I say very good, all right. Um, I have got the classic Triant rare. Triant. Yeah. Triant. It's a tree with a face. Uh, whilst active, good characters that are blocking ignore damage from evil characters. So, in a golden setting, pretty useless. It does have a nice global. Well, I say nice. I'm not ready yet. Pay shield prevent the next two damage that you, the player, take from an ability or action die this turn. That's not too bad. I've got Iron Man Earth X. It's got suit up Iron Man, but I've got no Iron Man, so that's useless. <laughs> um, I've got pay nothing once per turn. You may turn. You're on your turn, spin down your Iron Man affiliation character dice. You may field an Iron Man character die for one less. So that's only really going to be useful with the Iron Manor itself. But it's got decent stats 446466. Mm. Four, six, six. Uh, I have got Spider Woman. Spider Woman can't be blocked by character dice with a printing fielding cost of zero. That was one of my faves back in the day from uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, I'll definitely take that as a three-cost fist. I've got the promo, (laughs) not the normal, but the promo gelatinous (laughs) gelatinous cube. Not gelatinous cube. When fielded capture, all opposing character dice that have zero fielding cost. If gelatinous cube is dealt damage, KO it. This capture ends when gelatinous cube leaves the field zone. There's loads of gelatinous cubes, right? They're all really similar. (laughs) really similar aren't they there's about
0: six it's true
1: and they all do the same thing but just slightly different like too confusing for me (laughs) Um,
0: how many cards are you for your team now uh,
1: one two three four that was my fifth I've got Captain Cold Leonard Winters Captain Cold while Captain Cold is active your opponent must pay one to clear an attack like that that's gonna help oh I've got the Trinity War OP card for superman when superman would be ko'd instead put him in your used pile he's a five cost with five five seven seven eight eight well that's a beauty well, no mistake um, mm-hmm. i've got techno it's not the techno with the global it's paul norbert ebersole it's a flip card which already i dislike it because i'm not a massive fan of flip cards when fielded or if techno is active when flipped to this side your thunderbolt character dies cannot be targeted by your opponent great uh and then when fielded or if techno is active when flipped to this side your thunderbolt character dies cannot have their cannot have their damage prevented by opposing effects it's not bad no and i've got power bolt till do damage to one character die or player three cost basic actions all right and stealth ops which is target character dies considered to be level one and unblockable this turn uh, and then the global pay two masks spin target character die down one level. So there are winners and losers in this team. <laughs> okay. But it's, that's all right. I could play that and I reckon I could do pretty well. What you got? I bet you've got Argos, Serena. Well,
0: I mean, I know you're talking about winners and losers in your team, but I have got a team of winners. Hands down, the better of the two teams. If what you've just listed is what was generated, let's start with nothing less. This is by two cost than the danger room, flamethrowers, and rotating knives. No way, you rare. got that one. All character dice have their affiliation, uh, lose their affiliation, and gain the villain affiliation with the global. Pay a bolt, deal one damage to target villain character. That's probably the biggest dud on the team, if I'm being perfect. The, yeah, the
1: biggest dud?
0: Yeah, that's uh, probably the biggest dud. I've then got uh, Mimic, Best of the X-Men, three-cost mask. When Mimic is fielded, it's more than five lines, but you're going to be all right.
1: I've dudded off already. What was that?
0: Yeah. When Mimic is fielded, choose target opposing character die, replacing all prior choices. Your active Mimic character dies, copy the printed stats of that character die uh, until you no longer have an active Mimic die or a new Mimic is fielded. While your opponent has more than one active character die of the chosen die, Mimic gets an additional plus three plus three. So put your Superman out, see if I care. I'm going to fill my Mimic, co- copy his stats, and then if you put another Superman out, he gets even bigger. In your face what's 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 his uh field in uh 011
1: that's all right my gelatinous cube will just capture him on his level one face he can try while spider Woman is attacking and he can't block him
0: he can try uh i then got dagger tandy bowen three cost mask spider friends affiliation vanilla but check these stats out 013 133 253 i've got a 5-3 at a three cost I'm ready for you, man. I'm ready for you. I've then got Gamora, Genius Trainer. Three cost Fist. She's got Deadly and Energize. Target character dice gets plus two attack.
1: That's a decent one, that
0: one. I like that one. That is a decent one. I told you. Danger Room's like the biggest dud. I've got Red Skull. Cut off one head. Four cost Fist. He's a villain. When an opposing character dice KO'd, Red Skull gets plus one attack and plus one defense, which on the surface might not sound so great but wait until you hear this i've got lord of contagion the played skull of Glothilla. Glothilla? Easy Glothilla. For you to say. Glothilla. who's got range two what an awesome combo piece so i could shoot one of your characters out and make my red skull bigger how much are they to buy what's their purchase cost uh red skull is four and lord of contagion is five
1: nah too expensive although i've uh, just seen that my gelatinous cube one is seven cost i didn't even notice that seven cost <laughs> well, no. max die one
0: yeah okay uh also while Lord of contagion is active when a damaged character die blocks ko it so i can shoot something with range that's perhaps bigger than two but if you choose to block with it it'll immediately die then i got deadpool jack five cost fist um love this card Uh, although i must admit i lean more towards the rare but when deadpool attacks you may assign an opposing character to block him at the end of the turn knock out that character so i can do a bit of blocking manipulation there to suit my needs he's call out deadly
1: isn't he he's got call out and deadly he's a five cost isn't
0: he yeah he's a five cost call out i liked him
1: yeah i played with him loads
0: and then i've got shazam power of zeus Six-cost mask with Mystics and Justice League affiliation. I tell you what, man, I so could have done with team-up in my basic actions <laughs> looking at all those affiliations. Uh, he's got a tune. Uh, and when fielded, you may roll two unpurchased basic action dice. If they both roll action faces, place them in your prep area. Otherwise, return them to the card. Uh, he's got some big old stats on him as well, because he's just awesome artwork on that card as well. Then Brave Sacrifice. First basic action is Brave Sacrifice. Three cost. Target sidekick character die gets plus two, plus two. If it doesn't attack this turn, KO it. Meh. All right. Meh. Uh, but then I've got uh, the three cost rally. This is the promo version. Ooh. Promo. Uh, from weight, way- Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's move up to two sidekicks from your use pile to the field. Unless he's on double burst, I get to move three sidekicks instead. So there you go. It's all right, isn't it? C- clearly a much more solid team than yours. Nah. Let's just, you know, I've got Mimic who can copy your big hitters and take the wind out of your sails with all your your boastful stats that you were getting all excited about. I've got Deadly, a deadly blocker in Gamora, who even if she doesn't roll, she's going to give me a stat bump. I've got the Red Skull who gets bigger when I'm KOing your characters. I've got Lord of Contagion who's got range, brilliant. I've got Deadpool. Let's be, you know, call out and Deadly. I've got Shazam with a tune, who's also huge. I've got the Danger Room with its global to shoot that stupid Leonard Winter dude out. I've got the Vanilla Dagger with her nice stats. And with Rally, I can get my sidekicks thinned out my bag and into the field. Yeah, but Bish, if ash,
1: bosh. You're knocking out Superman. He He's big. I can buy loads of him. He's only a five cost. I'm not sure where I'm going with this seven cost gelatinous cube, but obviously it's really good. It's only maxed I one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Spider Woman who can't be blocked by character dice for the printed field will cost of zero. So all your sidekicks and lower level poops, um, she'll just swing in with her uh, amazing 2-2-3 two, two, attack.
0: Yeah, I mean, sure, but my Gamora's got a fielding cost on all faces, and my Red Skull's got a fielding cost on all faces, and my Lord of Contagion's got a fielding cost on all faces. So, you know, Dagger's got fielding cost on two of the faces mimic has got a fielding cost on two of his faces. That that ain't nothing, mate. That ain't nothing. She's That's just a yawn a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Iron Manor? Looks like a It's a spaceship. big, giant manor that's got legs and arms and stands up and moves around.
1: Oh, I got it. So it's like a base, a house.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's like Iron Man's house, I the Iron Manor. So how
1: is Iron Man's massive... Robot House, weaker than Becky Lynch.
0: Uh, bad workmanship. Dodgy contractors.
1: <laughs> Dodgy <laughs> contractors. Jarvis, Jarvis, <laughs> underpaid them.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what you get. You get what you pay for, you know what I mean? And she's stronger
1: <laughs> than a massive tree.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. She's she's stronger than Shazam, who literally has the power of Zeus. <laughs> she's just so great. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, I think you'd agree the danger room probably is the dud because I can't do a great deal with its actual game text. I think
1: most of them, you've got duds.
0: No, but uh, how can that possibly be the case? Or I can make use of all their game texts, even dagger who doesn't have a game. text. How many fist characters have you got? Three.
1: Cause they've all got minus one attack from Emma Frost from X-Men, Uncanny X-Men. Right. So, you know, they won't be doing much damage because she'll be making them, like, crap.
0: Well, yeah, sure. While in theory I would support that argument, don't forget that the Red Skull gets a stat bonus when I KO your characters. Deadpool's got the the call out and Deadly, so I can get her killed off.
1: You'll be losing damage by the way you're attacking you're doing when Captain Cold's, like,
0: doing his business. I thought he was... I've just got to pay to attack, haven't I, with him?
1: Yes, you pay one. Oh, it, I thought it was one life.
0: No. Stupid Captain Cold. Just got to pay it. Oh, yeah. I'll, just, I'll buy all also, the Power is, Bolts. is Emma Frost... Uh, is that... Sorry? I'll buy all my Power Bolts. Um... <laughs> he will buy all your Power Bolts. Well, I mean, folks, come on. Is that not just the sign of a desperate man with a badly made team who needs to buy the Power Bolt basic action?
1: Or is it a genius strat from a former UK national champion?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. Plus Powerbolt is uh that's a pretty a pretty good looking basic action for me to pick up. You know what I'm saying? Meh. Might give them a little whirl of my own.
1: What's your uh, so I've got Stealth Ops. Level one characters are unblockable. What are my level one stats like? Three, three, four two one three <laughs> Superman on five it's alright although he gets yeah. to the use part instead of but it's cheap that's his thing
0: yeah three. Shazam's got five on his level one that would work that would be quite decent sure but again I can use that strategy against you because with my mimic I can just field it to copy your your high attack level one character that you've chosen to put out in the field Shh buy your under uh, not under surveillance which one have you got stealth ops stealth ops buy your stealth ops and if you put more dice of that character out mimic gets a stat bump so i can i can you with that mimic on the team any strategy of that nature you've got going on over there i could just copy it meh what do you, what do you mean Meh? that's not that's not debate that's just like you're saying meh because you've got no other answers because your team is Bobbins and mine is clearly the best. You wouldn't be going just meh if you had a counter argument, but you don't have a counter argument because clearly you've heard my cards and I've gone oh my goodness, he has got the better team. I'm just going to have to try and dismiss it like a generation Zer on Instagram. Whatevs. <laughs>
1: I can't believe this gelatinous cube is a seven cost with a maximum one. I need to read it again. When fielded, <laughs> capture all opposing character dice that have a zero fielding cost. If it's seven cost, if gelatinous cube is dealt damage, KO it. So it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't. It's just, you know, it's got damage KO. So, like, magic missile, one of them power bolts, whatever, is gone. This capture ends when gelatinous cube leaves the field zone. Ash shocking
0: yeah so it's like a I, I suppose in theory the idea would be that you wouldn't need to uh, you know that you you field it at the point at which you're well, ready you, to do your, your
1: killer blow. you kill blow your attack so it's a little bit like imprisoned
0: yes but yeah. more expensive just, just and harder to, l- to flip in <laughs> maneuver yeah Is and then certainly a- if you were to c- capture my guys then i'd be able to get rid of it with with my range on Lord of Contagion, or my attune on Shazam, <laughs> or use Danger Room, give it the villain affiliation, then ping it with the villain global, global. That
1: way you wouldn't, because it would be my go, because I'd just fielded him. So,
0: uh, yeah, but I'd just release him in my go. In, my in your
1: go. So you would have to do the killer blow with like the Superman. And it's only zero fielding cost. so anything else is going to be...
0: Yeah, so my Gamora's safe, my red skull's safe, my Lord of Contagion's safe, my Shazam is safe, my, my dagger's safe on two faces. <laughs> my mimic's safe on two faces. <laughs> that is a shocking so, yeah. card. Great card. Great card, bro. I mean it looks amazing. <laughs> it's got
1: this like the um the like little sketch art variant. Um, yeah, but this this wasn't it. I don't remember this as being. It, no, it's it's not one from the set. It's like a, a special, different one. Um, <laughs> so it's not like a alt art. It's a actual promo card. But it's just like you can go to shop. You imagine if you like won a little tournament in the shop, and then they produced that out. Said, so "There you go." And initially, you're going to be like, "Oh," <laughs> wow. and look at this. This looks amazing. It does look lovely. Uh, and then you read yeah, it, yeah, and you're like, look now." Did you just, like, did you like literally just, like, piss in my bag?
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Legendary use is it that yeah, one? Yeah,
1: look at it. Like, it looks cool, but, like, Max One, seven-cost shield.
0: Yeah, it's got, like, an old-school, like, D&D. What do they call them? The Creature. Um, oh, the word well, is... They're, they like, Sketch
1: else? Art, old-art Sketch Art ones, weren't they?
0: Yeah, like a like an old black and white sort of D and D eighties text.
1: Yeah, it's like a little like skeleton caught in the ooze, like disintegrating.
0: But um... there's a word. Shock. Hang on, uh, creature codex—is that what they call them? Codexes? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I'm doubting myself now. I've said it out loud. That doesn't sound right. Anyway, there we go then, folks. So, by his own admission, rubbish card on a rubbish team. We shall pass the decision over to the listeners. Again, we encourage you to get in touch. Who has the better team? Or more importantly, who is the more convincing about their team? I no. think we all already know the answer, but
1: I don't need to convince people that my team is better. It just is.
0: <laughs> well, that's just that's just bluster. There's no they've got nothing backing it up. There's no backup there. Don't need to. <laughs> facts facts is facts you are fake news my friend fake news get in touch folks let us know which is the better team of the two we're going to wrap that versus battle up there but i'm pretty pretty sure mine is the better team and we'll move on to the outro well there we are then folks as all things must this episode of the military dice has come to an end we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it and we did oh oh a little a little germanic twist there to your response yeah um no, not a, not a great deal else uh, to talk about. There's lots of information in the podcast description. Go check out some of the links in there. The Mandala Stones review will be in there that I've mentioned today. The Breath Weapon X-Fest information, the Double Double and Dice dice social information will be linked. Uh, also, some links in there to our Discord if you want to come join the conversation over there. Uh, follow us on Facebook and all that good social stuff Uh, We love it. uh, Recent conversations in the Discord. We've been discussing the new Transformers Debt Builder game that was announced just a couple of days ago by uh, Renegade Game Studios. And there's been a bit of conversation around the fact that Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, is not considered canon anymore. Don't believe it. Yeah, well, we'll explore that one a little bit more on our Mod Extra podcast. So in our off weeks, come and check us out on Mod Extra. It gets published on YouTube. You'll have to search for us, though, because we still haven't hit the subscriber number to get the custom URL, which is my biggest life goal at this moment in time. So if you're not already subscribed, please do come along and subscribe just to help us out, really. So I can say youtube.com forward slash MOD extra. That's all I want. It's just the I'll, I'll be happy at hundred subscribers. Go on, go on, so go, on to, go on, go on, go on. I have to keep going for <laughs> a But I'll link to the channel down below. Uh, and if you want to hear more conversation about uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. not being canon or other movie and TV stuff that we've had going on, then uh, that might be worth checking out. Uh, otherwise, I've been Chris, known online as the True Mister Six, uh, and I've been Andy, aka My Team's Better. The more you say it, it's my new online handle. It any more true? Doesn't make it any more true.
1: It's my new online handle. My team's better. Just call me My Team's Better from now on.
0: My team's better. That would be like three hundred and fifty million for the NHS. Goodbye, now, folks. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. bye.
1: facts is facts
0: <laughs> Look, honestly mate, let's let's face back fa- let's face facts <laughs> i got the better random draw there no two ways about it nah mate we're not even on record now and you're still standing by your guns i thought we, we were still recording we no not, we're no not doing it? no we're an hour 25 on the recording okay <laughs> <laughs>